This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Man, very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C., the Marlins were looking for their third consecutive victory and their 10th win in 11 tries against the Washington Nationals this season. Dan Castano took the ball for Miami. The Marlins entered the day five games under 500. Castano versus Tetro. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Welcome back to Nationals Park in Washington, where the Marlins have won again. They beat the Nats 5-3 on this Saturday afternoon and evening. Miami improves to 10-1 in the season against Washington, having now outscored the Nationals 59-26 in the first 11 games of the 19-game season series. Marlins 5-0 in this ballpark, 5-1 at home against the Nats. And Miami jumped on Washington quickly in this ballgame today. Dan Castano pitching against Jackson Tatro. And in the top half inning, number one, Tatro walked the leadoff man, John Birdie, who stole second, took third base, and a Garrett Cooper fly ball to right. And he was 90 feet away with one out for Jesus Aguilar. Pitch to Aggie is shot into left center field and deep. Robles going back. He turns. He'll watch. It's out of here. Jesus Aguilar, a two-run homer, and three batters in. The Marlins lead it two to nothing. My, that happened quickly. For Aguilar, home run number 10, RBIs 33-34 and 34 on this season, and the Marlins were off and running. In the bottom of the first, Dan Castano walked Juan Soto with one out, but he got Josh Bell into a double play. In the bottom of the second, still leading 2 to nothing, he got into some trouble, and it really wasn't of his own making. Nelson Cruz reached base safely on a throwing error by the second baseman, John Birdie. Michael Franco struck out for the first out, but then Lane Thomas... Hit a ground ball to the third base line. Brian Anderson made an offline throw to first. It went as an infield hit and a throwing error, the error enabling Cruz to go to third and Thomas to second. So two throwing errors had put men at second and third with one out in the second inning. Castano got Luis Garcia to foul out to shallow left for the second out, and he had a shot to get out of this inning still with a 2 nothing lead. But he then had to face the catcher, Trace Barrera, just up from AAA Rochester yesterday, making his first appearance of the season for the Nats here today. 2-2 to Barrera is line pass. Miggy, a base hit into left field. Cruz scores. Thomas coming home. The throw gets away. We're tied at two. And on the ball that goes to the backstop, Barrera ends up at second base. So a two-run single and the third Marlins throwing error of the inning. That error was charged to Brian De La Cruz in left field. So three throwing errors in the inning, leading to two unearned runs for the Nationals. We were tied at two at the end of two. Marlins got one run right back, though, in the top of the third. Garrett Cooper led off with a double. He went to third base on a ground ball by Jesus Aguilar. Jesus Sanchez then worked a walk, and with men at the corners, and one down up to the plate stepped Avi Garcia. Cooper third, Sanchez now at first, one out, the pitch on the way to Garcia, bouncer up the middle, Garcia to his left, he has it, steps on second, one, throws to first, and he throws it away, in to score Cooper, and the Marlins lead 3-2. to two. 
So the Marlins on the right end of a throwing error here. The errant throw brings across a run, and the Marlins had the lead back. They would extend the lead in the top of the fourth inning, a leadoff triple by Nick Fortes. And on the very next pitch, Miguel Rojas brought him in. Infield in now for Miguel Rojas. Miggy trying to extend the lead, and he lifts a fly ball to center. Probably just got it done. Robles under it. Makes the catch. Fortes tags. Dashes for home. And the throw won't be in time. Miguel Rojas a sack fly to make it 4-2 Miami. That fourth inning would be the end of the line for the Nationals starter Jackson Tatro. He is pulled from this game after four innings of four-hit, four-run ball. He walked five after he'd walked five in his first three starts combined. Struck out one. Allowed the Aguilar home run through 84 pitches, 44 strikes. Nationals turned this one over to their bullpen Trailing after four innings, 4-2, and it would stay 4-2 into the sixth. Castano beginning the sixth inning with that two-run lead, and the first batter he went after was Juan Soto. 1-0 pitch to Soto is in the air to left field and deep. Going back on it, De La Cruz onto the track, right at the wall, and it's out of here. An opposite field home run for Soto, and now it's 4-3, a one-run game. So for Juan Soto, home run number 15, his... 31st extra base hit among 62 hits he has this season. Exactly half of his hits have gone for extra bases, and that would be it for Dan Castano. Castano is pulled from this game with a one-run lead after five innings plus. He gave up four hits, three runs, only one earned. Walked two, struck out three. Surrendered that long ball to Soto through wild pitch for Castano. 82 pitches in this one, 51 strikes. Marlins handed it over to the bullpen. Zach Pop came on to face Bell, Cruz, and Franco and set them down in succession to get through the sixth inning. Bell a ground ball to short. Cruz a fly ball to the warning track and left. Then Franco a strikeout. And we went to the top of the seventh. Marlins with that one-run lead. After Andres Machado had shut the Marlins out in the fifth and sixth innings, Reed Garrett started the seventh. He allowed leadoff double to Jesus Aguilar. Aggie was two for five in this game. A double, a homer, and a couple of RBIs. A wild pitch. Got Aggie to third base, and with one out, Avi Garcia brought him in. 2-2 to Avi. Is a ground ball pulled to the left side and threw a base hit, and the Marlins extend the lead to 5-3. Got it by the drawn-in shortstop, Garcia. With the infield forced in by the wild pitch, Garcia able to take advantage, knocked in his second run in the game. His 25th of the season it was 5-3 at that point. Then it was up to the bullpen for Miami. Anthony Bass in the seventh inning allowed consecutive one-out hits to Luis Garcia and pinch hitter Cabert Ruiz, but he struck out pinch hitter Yadiel Hernandez, and he got Cesar Hernandez to fly to right. That sent us to the eighth, Marlins five, Nationals three. Stephen Okert for the second straight game started the eighth inning with Soto, Bell, and Cruz coming up. He set them down in succession last night, and he set them down in succession again here today. Struck out Soto to start the eighth. Struck out Bell, who went 0 for 4 today, and then got Cruz and a fly ball to left. That took this one to the ninth inning. Marlins still up 5 3. Tanner Scott in the last of the ninth, looking to protect that two run cushion. Got the first out. Michael Franco, ground ball to second. Then an infield hit by Lane Thomas. So the tying man to the plate with one out in the ninth inning. Luis Garcia hit a sharp ground ball up the first baseline. Jesus Aguilar had it roll right up his arm and behind him. It was backed up, though, by John Birdie. Aggie got back to the base. Birdie got the throw to him in a nick of time to get Garcia. The 3-4-3 put out was the second out of the ninth inning. So with Thomas at second, two down in the ninth, the Marlins were an out away from wrapping this one up. Tanner Scott facing Cabert Ruiz.
The 2-2 to Ruiz. Fly ball, center field, coming on Sanchez. He's there. He makes the catch, and the Marlins win again. 5-3 the final on this Saturday in Washington. The Marlins got things started early, and Aguilar two-run home run in the first. And they never look back. They are now 10-1 against the Nationals this season and three wins in a row on this road trip. We'll take a break when we come. So the Marlins, the 5-3 victory here today for Miami. Five runs, seven hits, three errors, eight left. For Washington, three runs, seven hits, one error. The Nats stranded five in the game. Dan Castano, the winning pitcher, one and one. Jackson Tatro, the loser, two and two. Tanner Scott saved number nine and ten tries. Time of the ball game was three hours, 20 minutes. With the victory, the Marlins have won three straight. They're 36 and 40 overall this year. Now 17 and 24 on the road. As for the Nationals, they fall to 29 and 51. They're 22 games under 500. A loss tomorrow, they would match their low water mark for the year at 23 under. They're 29 and 51 with the loss here today, and 14 and 29 in their home ballpark. Only the A's have a worse home record in all of Major League Baseball. Marlins win at 5-3. A winning combination, strikeouts and charity. The Marlins are committed to fighting cancer in our community and are proud to again partner this year with AutoNation to support their drive. Pink Initiative, with every strikeout recorded by Marlins pitcher, $25 be donated to the AutoNation Drive Pink Initiative and the charities supporting a cure. Today, 7Ks by Marlins pitchers, $175 for the season. Now, 669 strikeouts and a total of $16,725 from the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative. Well, really nice win for Miami. Before we hear from Nick Fortes and Don Mattingly, we will step aside for a quick commercial break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after his ball club's 5-3 win over the Washington Nationals yesterday. Uh, Donnie, maybe after a couple errors early on, uh, could have snowballed. Just what did you think about the guys bouncing back, scoring a couple runs to uh, to really get the ball game back on track? No, I thought I thought Danny was good. I probably didn't give up anything, and that one and, the, and Andy's ball took a little funky, like a skid hop, and it kind of kicked him off balance. So that was a, a tougher one. Obviously, Bert had probably had more time, um, but yeah, we kept kind of at least challenging to score. Uh, got one, a couple of ones where we had a chance. I thought also to break the game wide open if we get a couple of you know a ball in the gap somewhere in there, we had a chance to break the thing open. So that makes me nervous when we don't do that. Um, but the guys hung in there. The guys did a nice job out of the bullpen. Uh, Danny hangs in. Pop gives us a clean inning, and we go from there. Uh, Aguilar, the home run, the double, the double play in the third where he's able to make the stretch to get the second out. Just his game overall today. No, good. Yeah. I, you know, obviously the, the home run gets us started, which is always big to get on the board early. Uh, yeah, and then he obviously good on good on defense today. 
uh, had a couple of weird plays there in the ninth and the way you're playing the shift and the, and the funky hop. So uh, obviously Burt right there in the ninth makes a great play of you know, getting there. So, um, But yeah, Aggie was good. You touched on Castano, but him knowing who he is with the fact that he's not necessarily a guy who's throwing the high 90s but is able to find ways to do what he needs to do. Again, three starts against the NL East so far. This, since he got called up, he's been solid against them. Yeah, he's been he's been good. He kept us in the game, you know, right in there. What to the I think he got through into the in through five, and really, which is kind of what um, you look at. You know, he was getting to that third time through the order, and that's been a struggle for you know all our guys except Sandy and and uh, Pablo. So uh, it was good to have Pop, you know, right there to to kind of pick up the pieces there in the six. Donnie, three straight wins on the road, whether it was Sandy and Avi in St. Louis. You know, Andy hits a home run last night. Aggie, other guys making contributions tonight. Do you feel like, you know, the theme of, of these three straight really has been a, a collective team effort? Yeah, it, it does feel that way. Uh, we're getting a lot of contributions from different guys, um, you know, all really kind of all over the board from, the, you know, the kind of Bert and, and Miggy and, and Joey now and Andy and then you get the big home run from Avi, you get a home run today from Aggie so Coop's kind of been steady through it all but um, yeah we, we've kind of played solid these last three. Don Sandy gets a pitcher of the month, uh, what makes him a special pitcher and can, can he do what he did in June all the time? Well I mean pretty much he's showing us that I think it's been what I don't know if it's ten straight starts uh, with the seven or better, and it you know it's not. It doesn't seem to be a struggle. I, I mean, I think you're getting to the point now with Sandy where you feel like he's going six on a bad day, and you know depending on how it, how it goes through orders and things like that, uh, he has a chance to get deep in every game. So yeah, I think Sandy can kind of keep doing what he does. It's a four pitch mix, power stuff, easy delivery. There's not a lot of stress on him, so it's it's pretty clean. Nats challenge uh, the plate late. I know it looked pretty obvious from watching the replay, but we know sometimes these reviews can uh, cannot always turn out the way you want. Were you pretty confident that that one was, you know, going to go your way? Yeah, J. Rowe when he checks with Austin mm-hmm. uh, said he was out. So, you know, Austin's actually been really good. Uh, so uh, I was pretty confident that we got it there. It's one of those that on the other side you're going to challenge no yeah. matter what. Just hopefully there's something that might overturn it, uh, but. But, yeah, we were pretty confident on that one. Don Mattingly after the Marlins win over the Nationals. Miami now 36-40. and 40. Let's hear from Nick Fortes, who belted his first career triple. He's done a really nice job for this ball club this season. Okay, Glenn, thank you. Uh, Nick, that's a really nice win for you guys. One of those, you know, uneasy games where it kind of goes back and forth early. You kind of keep on hitting. What are those games kind of a part of, uh, you know, to catch? That little back and forth there. Yeah, it's um, it's all about kind of just like seeing what the pitcher's doing good that day, um, recognizing you know what they're executing, what they're not, and um, you know Castano's cutter was going pretty good today, so we kind of just leaned on it there towards the end. Um, so yeah, it's just a game of adjustments, just you know seeing what they're doing and what we're doing, and just adjust. You've caught Dan a lot. He's embraced. I guess being a little unconventional in today's game, he doesn't throw 98 with a power sinker and stuff. Is it fun to catch a guy like that and call a game like that in the big leagues? Yeah, it's honestly, it's kind of like playing chess, you know. He, 
he's got a bunch of different pitches uh, that move a bunch of different ways that he can execute. So it's kind of just toying with the other team and just trying to stay unpredictable. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun to catch a guy like that. Uh, tripled today. You kind of get a hit or two every time you're catching, not catching every single day. What's the process like going into days you know you're catching and days you know you're not playing just to stay sharp? Yeah, um, you know, days I'm playing, I'll probably swing a little bit more um, to get ready for the game and, um, you know, game planning and all that stuff. Days I don't catch, I just try to rest my body a little bit more, maybe cut back on the swings a little bit. So, um, yeah, just as long as I'm feeling good, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and just try to help the team win every day. All right, very good. Go for four in a row tomorrow. Thanks for the time. Sure. Thank you. All right, Glenn. That was Nick Fortes after the Marlins 5-3 win over the Nationals. Fortes tripled, scored a run, also caught a really good start from Dan Cassano, and he navigated his way through nine innings and picked up a win over the Washington Nationals. Game three of this four-game weekend, July 4th wraparound series, comes your way at 135 this afternoon when Pablo Lopez goes opposite of the veteran right-hander Eric Fetty. 135 first pitch, that means we'll hit the air at 1 o'clock with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.